You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Welcome to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. I hope you're having an amazing day. I feel like Dr. Seuss at the start of all these. I need to really come up with some better, some better rhymes to, to bust out here. Um, how can I help you? Um, so, Doctor, I have a question for you. Uh, my question is just um, kind of regarding personal statements. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm curious as to how we talk about resiliency in personal statements without giving um, admissions committees points to use against us. Uh, so, for example, if we're talking about things that, you know, like uh, maybe bad grades, how do we talk about bad grades without pinpointing and highlighting, hey, I might not be academically the strongest student? Well, they're going to know that anyway, right? It's it's not like you bring it up in your personal statements is going to surprise them, right? Because it's in your transcript. So it's not going to be like, wait, why why are they telling me they got to see an OCHEM? I, I didn't know that was going to be there. Right? They're, they're going to see that anyway. So I really want to dig a little bit deeper and understand a little bit more what the goal of your question is. What are you, what are you fearing there? So um, I guess what, what my fear is that, uh, um, you know, obviously they have the transcript in front of them or they, they're going to see the transcripts. Uh, so I guess my fear is um, just giving somebody some ammo to use against me. I mean, med school is really competitive. I think the acceptance rate right now is 35% of all applicants. Hey, ignore that. It. Ignore that. Um, <laughs> it's one out of one for you. It's a hundred percent for you. <laughs> right. Let me and let me let me clarify that. Right. Students always focus on that, and 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 you go and like the pre med advising companies, and I think even on on my website in, in places it talks about this acceptance rate. Having done this now for many years, where I get to talk to students, I get to review applications. If you go and look at application renovation, my my other series on on YouTube. The the number of students applying that have no business applying to medical school right then and there is astronomical. And so if you could extract all of those people from the stats and actually look at students who have a decent shot of getting in because they have set themselves up for success, meaning they've they've got the clinical experience to really understand what it is they're getting themselves into. They've done the shadowing to explore medicine. They have good enough stats that they've shown that they're academically capable of getting into medical school, getting through medical school. And they've shown that they're good human beings. If you only look at those people, and I'm not talking about only looking at 4.0520 students, I'm looking at good enough students. There are plenty of students applying to medical school that are nowhere near good enough yet. And when you take out those people, the acceptance rate is probably closer to 70%. When you look at all of the data from across the services, right, and that's another big problem with the, the way that everything is set up is you have three application services and all of the data doesn't talk to each other. And so you have students who according to the AAMC through AMCAS, don't get into medical school, but they got in through ACOMIS to a DO medical school, or they got in through TMDSAS at, at a Texas medical school. But according to ACOMIS, where we pull most of these numbers from, they didn't get in medical school. And so 
those numbers are scary, and I understand why students go to them, but just completely ignore them and only worry about yourself. Mm. Okay. I think that's that's Continue. actually a, a little bit more reassuring. Um, good. Uh, that makes me feel good about this upcoming cycle. <laughs> um, uh, I guess so. Like, kind of, I, I know you know in the forum, for example, a lot of people you know will will talk about struggling with a class, and so I think you know my fellow pre meds will kind of understand. Um, I guess w- where it is that I'm coming from in terms of this question. Um, uh, I'm I'm more so asking. Okay, like I failed OCHEM, right? Yeah. I didn't personally fail OCHEM, but for this example, <laughs> I failed OCHEM. Um, I have a friend. Uh, I have a friend who failed. <laughs> um, how is it that I showed that I, you know, am am determined to make this happen? What is it that I can say, or or how? In what ways can I show that this? You, you don't say anything. You don't say anything, right? What shows it is the next time you took it, you got an A. Mm. You don't need to say anything. Your your personal statement is to do what? What's the goal of the personal statement? At least according to my story of, of my my book, um, the pre med playbook guide to the medical school personal statement. What's the goal of the personal statement? To kind of give more insight into you as a person outside of academics and and outside of you know um, just what's what's visible on paper. Go deeper. Insight into what? Into what makes you tick? What? Why you want to be a doctor? Bingo! Um, what Bingo! You, Stop yeah. right there. Why do you want to be a doctor? That's the goal of the personal statement. Why do you want to be a doctor? Not look how I overcame my F in organic chemistry. Mm. The A in organic chemistry. The time you repeated it is going to show that. Mm. And guess what? Students fail OCHEM all the time, or they get D's, or C minuses, or C's. It happens all the time because it's a hard class and it, it takes a while for a lot of students for it to click. Or maybe it never clicks, but they, they grind it out hard enough that they finally get that passing grade. And so bringing that up in a personal statement just isn't necessary because it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. The goal of the personal statement is why do you want to be a doctor? It's not to – and I think a big part of where you're coming from is – I need to show resilience in my personal statement. I need to show dedication in my personal statement. The moment you start to bring those types of agendas into your personal statement, it's no longer a personal statement. It's a sales pitch to the admissions committee as to why you're better than everyone else. Mm. And that's not the goal of the personal statement. That's where students go wrong all of the time in the personal statement. And with my book and when I do uh, one-on-one stuff with students and, and edit personal statements, my biggest feedback to them is get this crap out of there. I don't care about this. They don't care about that. They want to understand who you are and why you want to be a physician. Wow. Period. So it should make writing your personal statement easier because now you're worried less about how am I going to stand out and more worried about let me reflect on my personal journey and really tell that story to the reader. Wow. Wow. Now now all of a sudden you're not, you're not competing against everyone else. You're competing against you and your story And, and you're just writing. That's it. Wow. Um, I think one of the things that, you know, we, we may get caught up in also is that we, we tend to look at maybe the med school personal statement as 
or, or the same as, you know, our college personal statement in which, you know, um, Mm-hmm. People tell us, hey, like, you know, talk about what it is that you've overcome and, and how is it that, you know, you, you've gotten to this point, why you want to do this. And so yeah. I think maybe that shift also is, is is really, at least for me personally, maybe other people, I I know tons of other people have figured it out because they're med students. Yep. So <laughs> for me personally, that's going to be a, a, a shift that I, I, I'm going to have to also, um, you know, think about. This is no longer about, you know, uh, the sales pitch, as you perfectly stated, but about my journey to medicine and, and how I'm gonna get there and what it is that i want to accomplish yeah wow that's a massive shift in thinking right there you just like blew my mind good good and hopefully with that it reduces the stress because now like like i mentioned now it's not a competition to try to show how amazing you are compared to everyone else right it's it's not um Something that's been coming up a lot, especially in the wake of all the the civil rights stuff going on, this this huge uh, movement going on, is this whole um, like resiliency porn uh, in the medical school application process to show me show me all the challenges that you've overcome. It's like, well, like I don't I don't want to recall every all of the trauma that I've overcome. I just want to show you who I am and why I want to be here. And and that's good enough. And and there may be parts of the application process, especially in the secondary application process that really focuses on challenges you've had to overcome. But the goal of the personal statement is why do you want to be a physician? Focus on that. Focus on you, not on why you think you're going to be better than, not on why you think you're going to be an amazing physician. A lot of students set up their whole story of, I shadowed and I saw that being a good physician is X, Y, and Z. Oh, and look at this. I have X, Y, and Z, and therefore I want to be a physician. There are tons of empathetic, compassionate, science-loving nerds out there who don't want to be physicians. You don't have to be a physician just because you like people, want to help them, and you like science. What's your story? What exposed you to medicine? What gave you that seed to start exploring it? What have you been doing to solidify in your mind that this is what you want? Period. End of story. Focus on that journey. Focus on that story. And that will be enough to set you apart because that's your story. And yeah, it may be common. A lot of students have the same story of having a loved one get sick, having a personal injury, personal issues like that. And, and that's okay if it's common, but it's your, it's still your story. You're still exploring everything through your own personal lens. You're still reflecting on your journey and coming to your own conclusions onto why it's motivating you, why the things you've experienced are motivating you to become a physician. There are lots of people in this world who have loved ones who have gotten cancer and died, who've gotten hit by a bus and died. There are plenty of people out there who've gotten hurt playing playing sports and were exposed to the orthopedic surgeon and physical therapist and, oh my God, I can help people, right? That was my story. But I was able to reflect on that through my own lens, through my own upbringing, through my own morals and ethics and everything else to decide why that those experiences made me want to be a physician. Wow. So then I guess if, if you would allow me to just kind of shift the question just a little bit. Yep. Um, uh, you said, you know, there's a lot of people who have 
um, experienced, you know, things. And, and there's very common stories out there, as, as you pointed out, of, you know, somebody got sick and therefore this wanted me to, this made me want to be a doctor or I like science or I like helping people. You know, those are those are common answers. So then um, how is it that you take an uncommon story and, and you make it special? What is it that what is it, I guess? <laughs> I guess kind of the, the question, which is a little, I know it's, it's a little vague and maybe there isn't an answer for it. How do I take all these common things and throw them into a blender and pull out a perfect personal statement, knowing that there's other stories out there? You don't. Just like mine. You don't. You don't. You, you don't try to make it special. You just tell your story. And, mm. a, and again, what, what makes it special, what makes it unique is it's your voice and your experiences and the lens that you live life through. That set it apart. That's it. And yeah, a lot of essays are going to sound alike, and that's okay. That's okay. the The goal of this process, and and as soon as I can get everyone to understand that that the goal of this process isn't to show how amazing you are. Because short of, and I say this all the time, short of curing cancer. There's nothing that you have done that hasn't been done a million times before by applicants to medical school. You're just not special. I'm sorry. And that's okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw that in your face. Like, look at you. Like, you're terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want you to understand that as soon as you can remove that narrative of I need to show how I am special, mm-hmm. as soon as you can do that, the better your application will be because then it will just show who you are. Period. I, I, I got an, an email. I'm going to pull it up here as we're talking, which is unusual. Um, but I'm going to pull up this email that I got from a student literally a couple days ago. And, and she wrote me, and she got this message from an ADCOM member at, um, at Penn State. And she said... Uh, she said, I wanted to let you know that one of my interviewers who sat on the admissions committee for Penn State University College of Medicine said that my application was one of the best he's read in his four years of being on committee at Penn State. He specifically made note about how well written my personal statements and EC descriptions were. And then he felt that my voice and story came through much more strongly than most others he has reviewed over the last few years, right? That's the goal that I want every student to understand. It's your voice and your story, not look how amazing I am, because that's not your voice and your story. That's what you think they want to hear, period. So don't try to be special. Don't try to be different. Just tell your story. Wow. So I'm, I'm going to need permission from you to, to tweet that later. <laughs> I'm going to tweet that. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I think I think that's that's really solid advice. You know, um, because again, the the notion is let me tell how different I am. Let me yeah. tell how special I am. Let me yeah. tell you know what makes me a stronger applicant. And and I guess most of the advice that you know that, that people receive is is pitch your story. Uh, but pitch your story not as an ele- you know we usually hear it as as an elevator pitch, you know, tell them what it is, like why you need me rather than, you know, this is who I am and this is how my journey has been. And I I think that that's, that's beautiful advice. And I'm definitely going to take that to heart. I'm going to put that like on a post-it or, you know, (laughs) on a board, right. You know, right above my, 
my desktop so yeah. that I, I remember that as I'm writing my personal statement. Good. And, and and don't get me wrong. There are places to pitch yourself, to sell yourself. There are specific questions that lend themselves to going a little bit into that sales pitch mode. But the majority of your application is really just finding your voice and telling your story, period. Wow. Uh, I, this, is, this has just been, you know, uh, mind-blowing, you know, and, and I think that's the only word for it because, you know, I've been programmed to just, you know, think of, all right, why am I better than everybody else? Because the, the statistics are so small, you know, and, and, or the acceptance statistics were small until, you know, you explained to me just what it, what it should actually look like and how to um, kind of think about them. And so this is, it's definitely, you know, made this process look a little less frightening and a little bit more, um, more, uh, uh, more hopeful. Yeah, <laughs> more hopeful, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. More hopeful. It's giving me a lot more hope. I think that's the best word for it. Good. And, and it goes back to, right. The, the shirt that I'm wearing, which most people can't see is collaboration, not competition, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as you realize that you're not going to be able to stand out and above your peers. Then it's like, well, why am I so keen on defeating them, being better than them, competing against them? I can collaborate with them because I'm not going to be better than. Nobody is. Now I can just be, be friendly, right? Be kind, be compassionate, be collaborative, and it will make us all better. And those who have done enough to get into medical school will get into medical school. And I think that's one of the things that I I really noticed and I really enjoy about the forum uh, and the Facebook group that we have is that, you know, there isn't this, you know, uh, I guess cattiness. There isn't this, Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to cut you down. There's legitimate advice up there and, you know, there's legitimate help and legitimate collaboration. And I think that's what makes this group special. And I was going to post that a couple of days ago. um, But I, you know, I, I just haven't gotten to it because of school, but yeah. um, there's definitely, and there's definitely just the sense of, of, of definitely um, of helping, you know? And yeah. I think that's, that's what it's about. You know um, it's hard. This process is hard. So opening, getting through the door and keeping the door open for the next person and helping to pull them through is, is a beautiful thing. And I want to thank you for that and for fostering an environment that allows us to do that and it allows us to communicate and, you know, we're all trying to get to this one goal, but again, as you said, it's not competition, it's collaboration. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful message. Yeah. And, and just for someone watching or listening who doesn't know what you're talking about, the pre-med hangout, uh, premedhangout.com is the, the place to go. It's our Facebook group. So thank you for noticing that and definitely go, go share that and, and let people know that it is a friendly, welcoming environment. And as soon as we find those students who aren't part of that, uh, that message, we boot them out. We don't want them in there. So. <laughs> anything else i can help you with today um no i think you know just and, and to be honest doctor i think you know just the mind shift is 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 gonna be exponentially um i i just i don't have the words for it because i'm so shocked at just how i was thinking about it and how you've taught me to think about it now yeah. you know and I think that's going to help not only me, but everybody else who probably watches this later, uh, because I'm sure this mindset is instilled and ingrained in so many people. Um, and so I, I really want to thank you for that. And I really want to tell you like just how mind blowing that was. And, uh, and just thank you for, for, for everything that you've done for all of us so far. You're welcome. 
Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check me out on YouTube as well on Medical School HQ. 